Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, we're here with Mike Tidwell. He's the director of Chesapeake Climate Action Network. We've been working with Mike for a couple of years following what he's doing. It's really exciting to be talking to him today because there's something really important you guys need to know about, and he's going to tell us about it right now. So, Mike, thanks so much for joining us. And what is going on on Capitol Hill? First of all, you guys, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm a big fan. This is a really big moment in the history of the world, actually. If you care about electric vehicles, if you care about climate change, policy on Capitol Hill is going to be resolved one way or another this month. We're either going to get half a billion dollars for climate spending and electric vehicle support, or it's going to die and we may not have another chance to revisit this issue and get the votes we need for years to come. So it's all coming to the head. I'm actually wearing this suit right now because I'm going to be heading to Capitol Hill right after this interview. A lot going on. Wow. If that wasn't enough to keep you on your seat here, um, we also have just some big news. Chesapeake Climate Action Network is raffling off a Rivian R1T pickup truck. And I don't mean you have to wait till 2024 to get it. Uh, they have it. So if you win it, you get it. We're going to give you more information on that. Or if you don't want the Rivian, if you want a Tesla, they're giving one of those away as well. You can find out all about that at the end of this video. So stay tuned. But Mike, I want to get back to what we were just talking about. First of all, can you tell everyone who you are and what Chesapeake Climate Action Network is? I founded... Chesapeake Climate Action Network in 2002. We're about to celebrate our 20th anniversary. Our goal is to raise awareness about the impacts and solutions of climate change in the mid-Atlantic region of Maryland, Virginia, D.C., but also all over the country. I actually spent the first half of my career as a freelance print journalist. I traveled the world for National Geographic and the Washington Post. But in 1997, I had a beautiful little boy, uh, Michael Alexander Tidwell, and and by the time he was four or five years old, I realized I had to do something about his future and about climate change. So I founded this organization with no real training. It was I learned everything on the job, but I'm very passionate about this issue. I, 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 it's a calling for me. So I've worked, you know, 
10 hour days, almost seven days a week for the last 20 years just to bring this issue to the public's attention with the goal ultimately of passing transformative federal legislation. Because my state of Maryland, we can't sign a treaty with the rest of the world on global warming. We need a federal government that can do that. We need a federal government that sets policy that helps us all drive electric vehicles, helps us all get that electricity from wind and solar power, and does it with justice and fairness for all Americans. That's what I've been dedicated to for the last 20 years. And so, Mike, have you uh, have you ever driven an EV? Do you own an EV? Well, you know, I had a Chevy Volt for several years, and just three weeks ago, I got a Hyundai Ioniq 5 long range. I love it. We've driven it to the mother-in-law's house in Pennsylvania. I couldn't be happier. So, yeah, Mike, tell us what's going on on Capitol Hill. I remember Joe Biden had some plan, and it was, you know, and trillions thought, of dollars. And I thought we already did that. I thought we I, had... I, didn't, don't we have everything we need now? Aren't we all set? Well, it's been kind of confusing. Uh, it would be understandable if the public has either uh, forgotten about it or is frustrated. But yes, President Biden in March of 2021 stood in front of a International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Union post in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and announced something that he was calling the American Jobs Plan. And it was going to do a lot for infrastructure and climate change and health care. Uh, and then that idea went through the sausage grinding on Capitol Hill. We got a bipartisan infrastructure bill last summer that frankly spends a lot of money building roads and bridges and not nearly enough uh, building out EV charging stations. It does spend some money on that. doesn't do much on climate generally. Uh, and then the climate part of it was sort of put on hold. We thought we were going to have a bill right before Christmas, but then Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia decided he didn't like the bill. He didn't like what was then being called the Build Back Better bill, and uh, he said he was a no, and then there was a lot of screaming and shouting and, and disagreement over that. We went into a kind of hiatus period in the winter, and now this conversation is coming back. And just in the last couple of weeks, there's been real movement. A Democratic majority leader in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, has signaled that substantive conversations are going on with Senator Joe Manchin. He's the critical 50th vote that the Democratic caucus needs to pass a bill through something called budget reconciliation. Uh, and that means you just need 50 votes. Uh, and we're, we're getting close. Uh, there could be up to $550 billion uh, for climate spending on cars, uh, wind and solar tax credits and more. And uh, we'll see what happens in the next week or so. Okay, so wait, if we want those EV tax credits, uh, we want cheaper EVs, mm -hmm. we need to do something. What do we need to do, Mike? Everyone in America who has a senator, and I feel sorry for my friends who live in the District of Columbia who don't, but all the rest of us, you need to get in touch with your senator and let them know that you want to see the budget reconciliation bill pass. I know that's an, not a very elegant name, but that's what they're calling it. And that bill will have up to $550 billion in investments, including tax credits, up to $12,500 for people who buy electric vehicles. There's a chance that the 4,500 dedicated to union-made American cars may not survive. The tax credit for electric vehicles will range between $8,500 and $12,500. Somewhere in that range we think we're going to hit. Um, and that will really facilitate all of us in being able to buy new electric vehicles. And what you need to do is pick up the phone and call your U.S. Senator. There's a 
switchboard standing by. The number is 202-318-1885. This is a nationally organized call-in called hashtag call for climate. That's called the number for climate, where you can pick up the phone, call that number, 202-318-1885. We'll put you in touch with your senator and just let them know you support climate investments, you support support for electric vehicles, now's the time that your senator, whether you live in Colorado, Massachusetts, California, Texas, they need to hear from you right now. All right, but Mike, why, why, what's the big deal about now? I mean, it seems like we, there's a, we're always going to have a Senate, we're right. always going to have a Congress, and uh, they're always doing stuff. There's always something in the news. It seems like, well, if it's not going to happen now, uh, won't it just happen uh, six months from now or a year from now? It has to happen now for a number of reasons, this effort to pass a budget reconciliation bill on climate and electric vehicles. Because we're running out of time, we're literally running out of time for the planet. We know that. Scientists have told us, you know, we've reached 420 parts per million carbon in the atmosphere, which is really, really bad. Uh, We lost 7 million acres of forest in the United States to climate-driven wildfires just last year alone. So we're running out of time for the planet. We're also running out of time in the legislative schedule. If we're going to get this done while we have a majority in the Senate that wants to take action on climate, a majority in the House, and we have a president who's ready to sign a bill, we may not have those majorities uh, a year from now. We may not have this momentum even six months from now. So now's the time to do it. And uh, again, that pivotal swing vote, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia, he has signaled he's ready to cut a deal. Now, exactly what kind of deal? We're not sure. Again, I gave that range. We could get 8,000 and something to 12,000 and something in electric vehicle credits. That's why we got to apply the pressure now. Uh, There is a tendency to think we can kick this can down the field, but there's no can to kick down the field after this month. It it really is. I mean, I'm an advocate. It's my job to rally the troops and maybe dip into hyperbole sometimes, but this is not hyperbolic. We really are reaching a deadline and and we need your help. But now, you know, I've always heard, you know, you call your senator and you're not going to reach your senator. Your senator isn't going to pick up the phone and say, hello, I'm your senator. You're going to reach some staffer, volunteer. Uh, Does it really make a difference if I call my senator today? It really makes a difference. Um, I'm in those offices a lot. I I see them answering the phones. You're right. It's not going to be the U.S. senator who picks up the phone, but there's going to be a staffer, usually in the beginning, a junior staffer, you know, just making hashtags for uh, people calling in favor and people calling opposed to this legislation. As that volume increases, as more and more people uh, call, senior staffers are going to be asking that intern or that legislative aide, well, what's the count there? And then as it builds, it comes to the attention of the senator himself or herself. Uh, And when it's coordinated, when it's volume oriented, when people are passionate, when they really make it clear uh, that they want this, uh, then it really does make a difference. You know, Senate staffs on Capitol Hill often say, we've heard from you, DC insiders, the lobbyists and advocates, we need to hear from the people back home. And that's why this is so important. And when that volume of calls start coming in from people back home and the numbers get larger, it does get to the attention of the senators. They start to realize people are paying attention. And that's why, again, 202-318-1885, hashtag call for climate, the number four, is so important. And if you want to learn more about
about the bill, you can go to our website, which is secanactionfund.org, www.secanactionfund.org. You'll see all the details about what we're talking about there. So, I mean, when we're talking about EV tax credits, I think that a lot of people, I've heard this argument bantied about a lot, and they're saying like, oh, well, we're just giving tax credits for rich people who can afford to buy electric vehicles. And I mean, I have been always of the opinion that that's just the wrong way to be looking at it. There has been studies done that show that if you can reduce the price of a car by $5,000, you double the market of people who can afford that car. And so while, yes, there are some electric vehicles that are very expensive, there's the Porsche Taycan, there's even the Tesla Model S Plaid, the one that you just bought, the, the Hyundai Ioniq 5, which are... Reasonably priced. Very reasonably priced. Um, Whether, you know, there are many different EV options available, and a tax credit is going to make it even more feasible for all automakers to make EVs that are going to be more affordable for people. There is no question that the market for electric vehicles is through the roof right now. People want to buy them. Uh, Often when they go to the dealership, they can't even find the cars, even if they have the money. But a lot of people are seeing the advertisements on television. They're going online and checking out the cost of these vehicles. And they're just saying that's a little bit out of reach. You know, I re- the, the want is there. The desire is there. Uh, but they're waiting for these prices to come down a little bit to get a little bit more cost competitive with internal combustion engines. And that's why these tax credits are huge. Uh, $7,500, $8,000, you know, every dollar really counts. So that's why, yes, I've heard those same numbers. $5,000 doubles the market. We need to double the market for EVs and then double it again. And then we're going to reset point, I think, in not too long, uh, most observers agree, uh, where we're not even going to need these tax credits because the economies of scale kick in, the markets are there, and electric vehicles are going to be a better price in internal combustion engines everywhere, and then we're there. Who in the right mind is going to buy an internal combustion engine? We're not there yet. We're close. And that's why this kind of policy support is crucial right now. But these bills are so long. There's hundreds of pages. I don't know what's in it. And I feel like a lot of people watching feel the same as I do, which is like, oh, so we're giving in to Joe Manchin. He got to hijack the whole thing. And now we're just going to let him dictate what we vote for. So like, why should we give into his political demands? Democracy is the art of the compromise. There's no doubt about it. We push, push, push for everything that we want. And I've been spending the last two years uh, focusing entirely on climate legislation on Capitol Hill. We started out with a big bill with the full support of the of the U.S. president. I give a lot of credit to Joe Biden. He has really made this a priority. It's still a priority with the president, but you got to have 50 votes. You got to have 50 votes in the U.S. Senate. The House has already passed a spectacular bill uh, that um, the Senate just isn't ready to pass, but the Senate is ready to pass something. Uh, Joe Manchin is the key. There's a lot in this bill that Joe Manchin likes. Uh, He does want support for uh, nuclear energy. He wants uh, funding for uh, coal miners in his state who have black lung. Very serious matter that this bill would provide funding for. The United Mine Workers of West Virginia have told Joe Manchin, 
pass this bill. Uh, he wants money for something called carbon capture and sequestration, where a coal plant or a gas plant could burn that fuel but capture it and store it underground. It's an unproven technology at scale, but Joe Manchin wants to push for it. So there are things in this bill that he wants. The compromise is he has to accept all the things that we want. Uh, and that, again, central to that is support for electric vehicles and also accelerated tax credits for wind and solar power. I mean, you guys are up in Boston. I'm down here in Maryland. Between Cape Cod and Cape Hatteras, off that coast, there's enough a wind power to power the entire United States East Coast. This would help accelerate that. The president's goal is 30 gigawatts of offshore wind in this country by 2030. He has big plans for solar, a rooftop, and utility scale. We're making the transition. We all know that. The transition to electric vehicles is happening. The, the transition to wind and solar is happening. The problem is it's not happening fast enough. This bill helps it speed up. Joe Manchin gets some things that he wants. The climate gets some things that it needs. Okay, but, you know, this bill isn't perfect. Maybe we should just wait until we have a perfect bill that is going to have all the things in it that we want and none of the things in it that we don't want. I mean, why should we be rushing around now? The world is imperfect and we're all flawed, unfortunately. What is that quote from Churchill? The only thing good about democracy is it's better than all the alternatives. We are stuck with the system we have. That system, while not perfect, and, and this bill, while not perfect, will get us moving in the right direction. And that's what we need to do. We need, we have not had definitive federal climate legislation ever. Wrap your brain around that. We have never had definitive, ambitious climate legislation pass both chambers of Congress and be signed by the President of the United States. Even this late in the world of global warming, with Arctic ice caps melting, wildfires out of control, we still haven't taken a substantive step. This is a substantive step. It's not a perfect step, but it gets us moving toward the President's goal. Joe Biden has set a goal for the nation to cut greenhouse gas emissions in half by the year 2030. This won't do it entirely, but what it does is it 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 does a lot. It's going to cut hundreds of millions of tons of CO2 when combined with what states are going to do, Massachusetts, Maryland, California, over the next eight years, we can get there. But the states can't do it by themselves. We have to have this legislation. But I'm so mad at Joe Biden. That's my problem because he just keeps saying stuff about Tesla or not saying stuff about Tesla, like not even accepting that they're a company practically. You did, Mary. You electrified the entire automobile industry. And then poking fun at Elon. And, you know, we're big Elon fans here. Lots of luck in his trip to the moon. I mean, I, I don't I, mean, I don't know. I don't want to help the guy. He just seems to only care about unions and stuff. Union employees, I might add. Well, it is true that Joe Biden is pro-union, uh, but he's also pro-climate. And I've never seen a leader a president or a governor of a state for that matter. And I've done a lot of work at the state level. I've never seen a executive leader bring the union community and the climate community together uh, and point us all in the same direction. The unions support this bill that we've talked about. The major environmental groups in the country support it. Uh, we know that 49 U.S. senators support it. Right now, it's just a matter of getting it done. I know that Joe Biden supports electric cars 
period. He, he wants them to be made in America. Tesla cars are, that we drive here in the country, they're made here. Uh, are they union built? No, not yet. Maybe that'll change. Uh, but I think the president is uh, flexible. Um, he wants all boats to float here. And I think uh, there's definitely something in this legislation for Tesla. It expands the cap. You know, before it was only 200,000 vehicles sold would get the tax credit. This is going to expand the cap to an unspecified amount. Uh, there's there's a lot in here for, for Tesla. There's a lot in here for Ford. There's a lot in here for, for, for all EV makers. Uh, we got the charging stations getting underway with the infrastructure bill that passed last summer. Um, so I think, again, while imperfect, uh, very, very good. You bring up a good point because, I mean, Jesse, you got in under the wire with your Model 3 and and the only thing that made it affordable for you was the federal tax credit. And then because Tesla sold 200,000 vehicles, it they lost the credit. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I kind of forgot about this. This new bill would kind of wipe that clean and companies even like Tesla who sell a lot of EVs would be back uh, able to get the credit, which means that any EV you went and looked at, you could get. And then better than that. When you did the tax credit, you had to come up with the money and then wait for your federal tax credit, which I remember we had lots of discussions about like, (laughs) hey, how do I do this? It was a very stressful. I mean, luckily I did it. I I bought my car in December, so I had to wait the least amount of time, but I still had to wait for my tax refund in order to get my uh, $7,500. So there was a few months there where I was looking at my bank balance and I went, I put put a big down payment on that car, man. But Mike, I think... I think this bill is a little different about that, right? Again, the, the conversations are still going on. There are a lot of people pushing for uh, an outright tax payment that would come straight from uh, the IRS, that you could get that at the point of sale. There are others who still want to keep, uh, Jesse, unfortunately, the system that you had to go through, uh, and the amount is unclear, but they are going to lift the cap. So it is very likely that if this passes, there will be additional incentives uh, for Tesla vehicles as well as all the automakers. When I call my son- Senator, and of course, I'm going to be talking to the staffer or the volunteer, the intern. I, I know that I can be a hash mark on a, on a piece of paper in favor of, you know, this bill. Can I add any more nuance to this? Like when I call up, am I basically just saying I support this thing? Or can I say, you know, I also support, you know, the point of sale tax deduction as opposed to one that you're going to have to go through? Because it does make a big difference. It would have been so much easier. I could have put more money down on my car. If it was right car, off the sticker price. If it was right off the sticker price of my car. So like if I called my senators today and I were to say that, would that be taken into account, do you think? Or do you think it depends on my senator? You know, the more you personalize your message, the more you tell your story and your concern, the better. It's just going to resonate. You're going to seem like a real person who's really concerned versus someone who, you know, saw an email and just picked up the phone and and called and robotically repeated the talking points. So I think you should do you and and talk about what you want to talk about and leave it to that busy Senate staffer to tell you when they have to run. Uh, But I I would emphasize the particulars. And again, if people want to learn more about the bill and the new nuances the bill, you can go to CCAN Action Fund, that's CCANActionFund.org, and click on our national campaign page. You'll see all the details there. Uh, But again, the phone number that we want you to call is uh, 202-318-1885. 
Uh, easy to make the call. It'll put you in touch sequentially with both of your senators, and then it will sequentially put you in touch with the White House. So you get both your U.S. senators. Again, apologies to the District of Columbia, but if you have U.S. senators, you'll you'll get both of them sequentially, and then finally it'll put you in touch with the White House, and you can tell your story. I feel really good right now because I feel like Mike is my lobbyist, like mm. lobbyist for the people. He's about to head off to Capitol Hill. And normally I don't have this person, right? Normally big oil has lobbyists that go to Capitol Hill for them. Mike is my lobbyist. He's going to go and talk to senators and people on behalf of me. So thank you, Mike, for doing what you do. I just want to know more about like you've been doing this for 20 years. Thank you so much for doing it. What? Why are you doing this? All right, you guys, I, I actually had to switch to my phone because I really, I've got to hit the road, uh, take the Metro train down to Capitol Hill. Uh, I've got to go lobby. You can see right out here, the Washington Monuments down there. Uh, I'm at my office uh, right here in uh, the DC area. Um, look, it's been great uh, hanging out with you guys. Um, you know, I do this uh, to uh, make the world a better place. I'm, uh, I'm obsessed with this issue. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate spending time with you guys. I wish I could do more, but I, I've, I've got to go do my job. Uh, you know, it's been uh, uh, amazing being a, a climate organizer all these years. And people ask me, you know, what is the number one thing uh, that, that they can do to fight climate change? And I tell them, uh, develop a relationship with a, a, a group fighting global warming in your area. You know, where you guys are up there in Boston, there's the group Climate Exchange. Wherever you are nationally, there's Sierra Club. Uh, right here in the D.C. area, there's Chesapeake Climate Action Network. Um, that's who I work for. It's great spending time with you guys. Uh, develop a relationship with a group. Call your senators uh, and let's get the job done. Thanks again. Appreciate your time and see you around, fellas. Wow, Mike is heading off to Capitol Hill. Uh, to do our work. And again, I just feel so good that he's actually speaking for us. And here's the thing I told you about at the beginning of the show. Chesapeake Climate Action Network, we've, we've talked about this before. They're doing a raffle because, look, these organizations, it takes money to do what Mike is doing. Right. Okay? And he's not backed by the oil industry. Nope. The oil industry has tons of lobbyists. Yeah. Do you know who Mike is backed by? Us. Us. Because he works for us, he is a lobbyist for the people. And so look, if you want to help him out and have yes. a chance to win a Rivian or a Plaid Model S, uh, go right now to the link right here. They're only 5,500 tickets, okay? So your chances of winning are really good. It's only $200 for a ticket. And the Rivian I'm talking about, the R1T, they actually have it in storage. It only has 64 miles on it. So it's waiting there for you to win it. And if you're like, no, I don't want a Rivian. I want a Model S Plaid. Well, you can win one of those too, up to $135,000 Model S Plaid. Make it out the way you want it, and you could win that. So Click below, help support a good cause, have a chance to win, a really good chance to win an EV that you want. Um, I'm just so excited because the other part of this is get on the phone right now. It's only going to take you five minutes and you're going to be making a difference because you heard it from Mike. If you make your plea to your senator, you're going to make a difference on Capitol Hill. And, you know, I wish that I knew how Capitol Hill worked. Mike actually knows. Mm -hmm. And so when he reached out to us and he was like, now is the time for you to call. You know, all those other times that we've told you to contact your congresspeople, you don't even have to call your congresspeople. You can call your senators, right. just your senators, because Mike knows exactly where to apply the pressure. I would have wasted all this time calling my congresspeople, <laughs> which already voted for it. He knew yes. who to call. Oh, and by the way, if you want to win that Rivian or that Tesla and you're like, yeah, but then I'll have to pay the taxes. 
uh, CCAN's paying the taxes for you. So it's a completely free vehicle. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you're like, well, I don't really want the Plaid Model S, you can get any Tesla. Any Tesla you they'll, want. They'll configure it, even if you want a base Model 3 for some reason. Why but would you, you do that? You could get the Performance Model 3. <laughs> you could get the Performance Model Y. Right. All the way up to a Plaid Model S, which is, I mean... Can you get better than that? <laughs> I am so thankful to the Chesapeake Climate Action Network and the Chesapeake Climate Action Fund who are doing this raffle. And thank you again so much to Mike. And thank you to you for making the difference by calling your senators now. Don't put it off. Don't put it off because, hey, in the future, when you or someone in your family is going to be buying an EV, you could be saving 8000 maybe even $12,000 on that EV. And that is going to make a big difference to you and your family and your community and your lungs and the world and it's, how much we're going to be spending on oil and the pollution that's going to be going into the air. This is a big deal. Yeah. And it's going to come down to probably just a few votes. So make that call. Make a difference. Thank you so much for watching. Now, now you know. know. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109.